Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, every- Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O. Um, you're going to have to bear with me for a minute because apparently there was some mix-up on my show today and they had started my show early, which is really weird because I've never had that happen before. So I'm trying to get my switchboard up really quickly. Um, today I was going to talk about, about every if you are overlooking opportunities, um, let's get, and, and this show is pro- might run a little bit long today because obviously we're having some, some issues here. Okay, I have my switchboard up, and sorry for everybody who's listening. Uh, some people from Facebook had sent me a message. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, the show is supposed to be scheduled at 10 o'clock. I guess I will email Blog Talk after I'm done. I've had a few technical difficulties with them um, lately, and other than that, it's been really well. So, anyhow, today's show is supposed to be, uh, um, or talks about are you overlooking opportunities? And many times, I do readings all the time, and and, um, I have people that call or email and you know they're they're on a path doing going in a direction that they that they want that they think that they want to go but they're telling me how they you know they're not getting any opportunity that things are you know far and few between things aren't happening for them and so I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about that when people that are that are around you one of the things that you'll notice is is a lot of people around you seem to be having opportunities that pop up and <clears throat> seem to be having things that uh, tend to go their way a lot easier than you think that they're going for you or or such something like that. A lot of times you don't get to see all the underlying details, so you don't get to see what happens to them. And and you're thinking, why are these people getting opportunities and why aren't I getting the same opportunities? And my life doesn't seem to be flowing in the same manner. Well, one of the things with opportunity is that Opportunity, when you decide to try to go for it, it comes along with fear. And a lot of times, if you decide that you want to go into I'm going to use something, for instance, like um, a job. We'll use maybe a job in a relationship. If you decide that you want to try to get into a different career, your career is not going the way that you want it to, and, um, you know, that you, you're very unhappy or it's actually just a complete, you're very bored, you know, you need something, you want more money. Uh, it, it could be a whole number of things, but you're not happy where you're at. But it's a steady, it's steady paycheck. You already have the job. You know the people that are there. You know what your um, work schedule is going to be. You know what your vacation days are going to be. You've put in a certain amount of seniority. Uh, When that happens, when that sort of thing happens, instead of, you know, opportunities could possibly rise. So a friend could tell you that, um, you know, they're hiring at their work. Maybe you have uh, an ability to actually open your own business and go out on your own. But in order to do those things, and in, in order to maybe somebody has offered like maybe you're a massage therapist, maybe you make jewelry, maybe 
you know, there could be a ton of um, creative things that you could do on your own. And maybe somebody offers you the opportunity to do that or you see a space that would look good um, for you to set up your store or to be an entrepreneur of some sorts or uh, a job becomes available at a friend's work. What happens is most people are held back by fear and fear of moving on into an unknown place, fear of moving on into a place where they don't know whether the pay is steady, where whether the um, you know, the work schedule is the way that they want it to, whether they're going to, when they're going to lose seniority, that sort of thing. So they're held back. They don't even take the opportunity to move forward, um, you know, into even into unknown ter territory. They don't even look at it as an opportunity because immediately they will tend to shut things down because they will shut it down thinking, well, you know, those types of things hard. It's hard opening your own business. It's hard um, in this type of economy. It's hard to do all these different things. Um, so they don't look at it as opportunity, they look at it as work, they look at it as the unknown, they look at it as possible, you know, what could happen, this could happen, or that could happen, and they start lo looking at it as not an opportunity at all, it looks totally fear-based, it looks scary, it looks like it could um, have way worse consequences than where they're at, so it's not an opportunity. Well, let's use a relationship in that sort of thing. And, and mind you, I notice, um, I'm going to get into the relationship thing in a minute, and I know that I have callers that um, want to get on the air. Again, I apologize. I don't know what happened with um, the 10 a.m. thing. And so for anybody who's going to try to download this later, they're going to be like, what the heck? This is all blank air. But anyways, um, you know, all the time, I, I friends, family, I notice opportunities come up from, for them consistently on a regular basis, um, whether it be weekly or monthly or whatever, and they do not look at them as an opportunity. It's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of how afraid you are. It's a matter of how scared you are to step out of your box and see what other type of thing is going to work out for you. Um, let's take a relationship, for instance. People tend to, this is really a huge, huge thing for people. They tend to stay in relationships that they settle for. And they stay in these relationships because they're afraid that, you know, that they are maybe never going to find somebody else that's that's maybe going to be in a relationship with them because they're scared of that. They're afraid of not having another person in their life. They're afraid of being alone, so they don't want to move out of the relationship. They're afraid um, of, you know, all the work that it's going to take to find somebody because it's all work. Everybody tends to look at life as work, and it really shouldn't be that way and and it's not that way but let's face it the more that you look at life the more that you look at all the tasks ahead of you as work that's what you're putting out into the universe how hard it is it's hard to find a relationship it's hard to find a job i want it's hard to um leave this uh situation i'm in it's hard and when that happens and you send that um out to the universe energetically the universe sees oh well um, she wants to make it hard or he wants to make it harder and everything's hard so we're going to make things hard and we're going to send it back to them those are the that creates a huge problem so as far as the relationships go people tend to stay in relationships that are not fitting to them that are not complementary to them they stay in relationships where the people the other person uh, can go from just being a complete mismatch where there's no relationship there and there's a huge void where there's no common ground and they're they're not having any joy or any fun together anymore 
um, or maybe they never did. Maybe they just did superficially, or they're to the extreme where they're they're treated terribly by that person. Where um, maybe marriage vows aren't withheld, or um, maybe if your boyfriend and girlfriend, maybe uh, you know they're just they're condescending to you. They're not uplifting to you. They um, you know they they talk to you in a demeaning manner, or they just seem unhappy all the time in the relationship and when people are unhappy in relationships it brings everybody down energetically it brings the relationship down they tend to want to pull you down whichever one of you if you're both unhappy you will tend to weight the other one down you're not moving forward at that point in time you're not moving towards joy you're not moving towards a wonderful relationship you're pulling each other down at that point but instead of um giving yourself an opportunity to be in a healthy, wonderful, great relationship, the opportunity for you or the opportunity even for your spouse or significant other, you're afraid. So you stay in the relationship. Then it becomes resentful. Then it, you know, comes with a whole other bunch of um, problems with it. And so now you guys start to miss your opportunities. And it's, you know, basically people miss opportunities because of fear. You overlook opportunities because of fear. You don't even, your per, your perspective is so skewed on grasping onto and holding on to every little, what you think is, is a good thing in life, um, consistency, stability, um, you know, all that sort of thing. And all that stuff is wonderful, but if it makes you unhappy and, and you're not, somewhere that you're passionate about, you're not with someone you're passionate about, you're not enjoying life, you're not being excited about every day, you're not being excited about just, you know, new experiences that you're having, you're going to miss out on a ton of opportunity. You're going to not see the opportunity as opportunity. It's going to be um, something that you just, you're going to view in your eyes as something that you don't want to do. You're going to completely overlook it. And um, I have a caller that I want to take on here Again, I apologize for the for the messed up show. This could have flowed a lot better, but I'm going to continue on because I think that this is a very important show. Um, so you're going to have opportunities every day, and it's really funny because um, when you when you're overlooking opportunities, you also tend to go away from your intuition at that point in time because um, when you're when you're going with your your intuition, you begin to see opportunities in everywhere and everything. Like um, as far as a, a job goes, if you start wanting to um, find a different job or, or wanting to be in a better situation with better pay and being able to support your family with less hours and that sort of thing, you don't go from the standpoint of the fear base. You don't go from the physical laws and the physical way where the economy is bad and whatever. You just start looking for opportunity. You start. You keep your eyes peeled. You just look from sort of a kid's perspective, you just wait and see what the universe has out there for you. So you start waiting and you start looking and and you begin to and just enjoy the look and, and enjoy what possibly might come up. You may be at Subway someday and somebody behind you in line may be talking about, um, you know, a job situation. You may meet a friend at Safeway that you hadn't seen for a very long time that is in a, in a certain area that you may want to get into. But if you meet that friend and you start talking and they say um, that they're in a line of work that you would love to be in, um, let's just say it's working with animals. I'm just 
going to say something like that, working with animals or whatever, uh, and you don't say to that friend, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in, in what you're saying. Do you have any ideas on how I can how I can be a part of that? You're missing an opportunity. You're missing an opportunity because you're afraid of mentioning that you want to get into that area. Um, I know somebody that had had wanted to get into a certain type of business, and they and they were selling something. And when they when they were selling it, um, one of the people that emailed them about the particular product that they were selling or um, thing that they had for sale happened to be in that same line of work that this person wanted to get into. And they had mentioned to that person when they met with them about the product, they said, you know, I'm really interested in getting in this line of work. And had that person been too afraid to approach that as an opportunity, had they, some people will look back at that and go, you know, that's really, they'll, they'll almost get sad because they'll see that other person being in the line of work they want to be in and instead of going, hey, I want to get involved in that same line of work, they'll sit there and they'll be sad and they'll internalize it and say, you know, I really wish I could be in that line of work. How did that person get so lucky? They look really happy and I really wish, you know, things must have fallen into place really well for them. They don't take the opportunity. They don't ask them, you know, for help. They don't mention it to them. With this particular person, they mentioned to them, I would, I would love to, you know, I want to get in this line of work again. I used to be in this line of work. I love this line of work. Um, let me know if anything comes up for you. Long story short, um, they started working together within a week, within one week of that meeting. And that the meeting was so by chance that they happened to meet just by selling this particular product that they began to work together in one week. But had he, had he not mentioned to that person that he wanted to get in that line of work with him again, they would have never offered him work. They, nobody would have ever known. It was an opportunity that could have been overlooked. Um, let me take this first call on here and, and get one of the calls out of out of the way and and see if we can. Aloha, uh, area code three zero three. Hi, um, this is Erin. I'm a new listener and a first time caller. Oh, well, I'm glad you called, and I'm too bad you didn't call in on one of the other shows because. Apparently, we've had some huge difficulties today, and it's kind of made the flow go a little bit funny, but I'm so happy to get new callers. Um, what can I help you with? Well, I, I finding you was Providence because I'm in the middle of a, a transition right now. I'm, I've just, uh, I, I did a midlife um, career change, and I'm just finishing up a master's program. Uh, I'm starting my, potentially, hopefully starting my last uh, uh, major term in the spring, and uh, uh, the, the 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 degree that the career field is for, the experiences I've had and it's just they've just been miserable experiences. So I'm about to have a degree for something that has just been miserable. Um, I but I so before you keep going, let me get this correct. Cause I'm kind of getting a picture for you. You have finished your degree in one area, but you actually are getting in the midst to not go into that same area, but to go into a different area. Does that sound right? I'm I'm not sure. I'm just I, I want to stay in this area. I mean, I want to stay in this field, um, but I want to do something with it differently than what's traditionally being done with it in this local area because the I, people that are doing it are miserable. I don't know. If um, I feel that you. I feel you go a different career direction. <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit more about that, so I don't freak you out completely. Um, oh, so, <laughs> because you know, it feels like the the area that you're in is is really weighted. 
um, as, as far as emotionally and, and some some things that you have to do. Um, are you in in any type of counseling or what what is your degree in? Yes, it's what? a it's behavior behavior analysis. It's not psychology. Yeah, but it's um it's like psychology sort of. I, it feels like it's has to do with people and emotions, and that's why I'm thinking counseling, that sort of thing. Um, it, you know, it, it feels there is such a, in the particular area that you're looking at going in, I don't know if it's the particular place or town, um, the, the um, environment, the emotional environment and the toll on the workers feel it's incredibly just sad and overwhelmed. Yeah overwhelming like I almost get an overwhelming feeling with you like for if I'm you going into that I I almost feel overwhelming to the part where I sort of want to hyperventilate a little bit um, because it just it that makes make sense yes so so if you're going to stay in this may seem strange because I feel like you can tweak the field a little bit, but I don't know if you know this or have looked into it at all. Um, but I feel that you need to go more administrative or possible research area where you possibly bring in some alternative positive light into um, the studies that you're doing. Because I feel like you almost go into a research area. Have you studied that at all? Not yet. No, I, I, I need to publish. I need to do some research, but I haven't yet. Okay. When you get into the research area, because I feel like you start going research stuff, like that's in your future a little bit, um, kind of study uh, some, kind of get into the area of um, positive thinking, positive type of stuff, um, and and the effects that it has on people, um, and perspective, um, and that sort of thing, because, because I I feel that you're going to – I want to say it's almost like a more organic um, new wave type of thinking, which sounds really weird to say in your line of work, so maybe don't put it to the people that way. But you get the gist, but you get the gist of what I'm saying because this is actually going to be – it's going to be a new wave of stuff that's going to be coming out over the next 10 years. If you start researching this and getting in um, on the ground floor and this type of research and, and what that does to people, you're going to start seeing um, some very early stages of what you're going to see a, a, an advanced part within the next 10 years. So they're actually going to head that direction anyway, but for people in that industry, they start getting all, um, ooh, this sounds too like spiritual or, you know, that type of thing, but that's actually where everything's headed, kind of like how all food's sort of heading organic and that sort of thing. They're going to get back to really realizing the thing with your research, this is this is key, this just came to me. The thing with your research is also um, a lot of that can actually be in quantum physics as well. So you can actually back up a lot of that as far as um, positive thinking and um, these people sort of creating their future and that sort of thing and, and the results that they have if they just shift their perspectives. That can actually, the 
you really need to get my book, and I hate to throw that in the middle of this, but it kind of explains this a little bit more. When you start getting on the level of um, realizing that your thoughts really create your future, and when you start realizing it, um, you will do this a little bit at a time, everybody will, it's what I teach, um, that's actually on a quantum physics level because your thoughts are all energy and it, they can actually be scientifically measured. And so when if your thoughts can be scientifically measured and your thoughts can actually, they can measure this as well, can actually manipulate atoms um, into forming different things, that's why your thoughts can actually create things to happen in your future or what you want to happen in your future. Everybody thinks it's metaphysics. They think that that's all like, you know, law of attraction, um, uh, just guru stuff. But it's really not. It's actually on a quantum physics level. But anyways, that being said, I kind of went off on a little bit of a rampage, which you wouldn't want to tell your colleagues. But I feel like you need to go more administrative administrative research type stuff. I, I really want to pull you back out of the, the um, trenches I want to say, of dealing with um, the people really one-on-one type stuff because it will weight you down and you will want out really quickly. It's not even the clients. It's uh, it's just the system and the uh, the people that you have to deal with that support the clients. It's uh, right. just it's hopeless, it feels like sometimes. Sure. Um, but so what, what I would like to see, but start doing, I still feel like you get an... Um, with your research stuff that you got coming up, I still feel like um, start putting out there that you want to use your degree in a more positive manner and start looking for opportunity to use that degree in a more positive light, in a more positive area. And you may actually um, end up, because you still have a little bit of while to get your degree um, finished. Is that right? I've got, um, well, hopefully they're going to, I was ill this year, and so hopefully they're going to let me enroll in the spring, and then I only have one class after that, so I'm, then I'm done. Okay. So then okay, I'm going to start a PhD. Okay, hopefully. because it feels like that's what I'm seeing, um, because I'm seeing about two years down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and you write, you actually, are you interested in writing yet? Because I feel like um, I see a book in your future. Yes, and I just I, I see those things long term. What you just talked about the quantum, I was just like uh, reviewing my in, I was reviewing that myself the other night, and uh, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking. I just I don't know how to get from A to B on, on this. It's, it's the short well, term I, the transition. You do, you, the way you get to A to B is you start doing the research and you start um, doing because uh, I see you doing studies and research between like quantum physics type stuff and. Um, which is border the quantum physics and that would sort of like borderline the the universal laws and the law of attraction type stuff I talk about the law of intent um, that sort of thing and you borderline that with um, the stuff that you've learned and you bridge the gap because that's what I see you doing and I actually yes, I see you, about a book. yes and I actually see you putting that together in a book which is why I had mentioned the book and I um, and that will come out and it it's kind of like it's something you'll name it something like bridging the gap or something similar like that to where you're going to try to um to bridge the the scientific and the uh you know the spiritual stuff and the stuff that you learned in school and you're going to try to fill in the blanks for for people and you're that'll actually be a book that it will be read um by a lot of people cuz I actually see you getting some pretty good respect with this book um, and it'll be read by some people that are just trying to do the buy the book stuff and the behavioral management stuff. They'll start kind of looking at that 
because I feel like you're right on the cutting edge of the stuff that's going to be happening in the future, and you're going to be researching it now. You're going to compile a book together, and people are going to start looking at that where they teach it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So don't get overwhelmed by that. Just start with the research. (laughs) Um, Well, because, and I'll tell you why, and this is kind of funny, um, maybe my call got delayed for you today because I got to spend a lot of time with you, um, or my blog talk show. Um, somebody had told me I was going to write a book in the future, and it was years ago, and then they told me that I would be known for this book, and I had no idea what book I was writing, and I got completely overwhelmed for a while. I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, what, what book is that going to be? I, I have no idea what book that's going to be. And they, and when they tell you that you're going to be known for this book, then you really feel a lot of pressure. Then you're just like, oh, my God. Like, this is going to have to be really good, and <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And so um, don't feel all that pressure because it'll all start falling into place for you. And, and yeah, they told me it was going to be a self-help help book, too. I'm like, great, no pressure. But anyways, <laughs> for you, just start with the research. Start with the research in putting it together with your mind and on um, how – how the positive thinking and how the, that type of stuff with quantum physics and how people kind of create their future and and kind of try to bridge the gap between what you've learned and what the new agey stuff is because I really feel like you're going to find a really good correlation and you're going to end up with your research, you're going to end up with enough information to compile the book at the end. And then I feel that that sort of happens in about two years. So in about two years down the road, you're really going to be confident in where you're going with that direction and then you're going to be confident in um, the book information, okay? Okay, that was very helpful. Thank sure. you so much. Can I? Can you leave me yes. on the phone? Um, okay, so I can hear. Thank you so much. Yes, I can leave you on the on the um, air so you can listen. And also, um, since you are a new listener, uh, and for all you new listeners out there, because I have a lot of them every every week. Um, make sure that you, if you have a Facebook, join my Facebook page because I do my quotes on there all the time. Um, I did just release my book, The Soul DNA Book, and that's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, which you, by the way, may be very interested in it because that's going to go into a lot more detail than I can on the air right now. And um, also, uh, I do quotes on my Soul DNA page. And so I have a lot of stuff going on out there in more blog talk shows that did not get messed up via whatever happened today. So <laughs> so for whatever reason, um, you can go back and listen to a lot more other stuff if you sort of want to get um, to know more about, you know, how I teach and what I do. But good okay. luck with that. You're, you, the stuff that you're going to get into is very exciting. Just put one step in front of one foot in front of the other. And follow your intuition um, on because you're, you're really going to be hitting on something that's going to feel really right to you. And when you do that in your research, just keep researching that area. Keep gathering more information, how that correlates to human behavior, okay? Okay. That was very valuable. Thank you. Good luck. All right, everybody. Um, I have kind of a short show, but I'm going to go a little bit longer on this. So anybody who's listening, you may have to, um, if you're listening live, you may have to download again. I'm so sorry about what happened today. But um, we're going to get back to, I want to end on the opportunities thing. And and I also want to remind everybody about the uh, Soul DNA um, book that I have out that is now on Amazon. It is now on Barnes Barnes & Noble. Um, 
So you can go ahead and, and order that for Christmas or whatever, and I will be doing some book signings uh, in Honolulu and that sort of thing. And you can also email me if you want one that's um, signed and, and sent to you. So that being said, um, I want to sort of close on, on a little bit more opportunities as we had started out. And actually, I may end up doing another show this week since this one got sort of mixed up. But that being said, opportunities, you need to just start looking for them. You need to start having your perspective switch. You need to be um, okay with um, not with confronting your fear. So many people... What I notice is when they're when they're in their lives and they're living their lives day to day, they are so afraid. They're so afraid to take opportunities that they don't get to live the life that they want to live. And, you know, it's just like um, uh, people, I've known some other people that had opened a business before and, and um, they had done some, they had been very successful at opening a business and some people around them, I, I had noticed it was kind of jealous and they were in their uh, you know, nine to five jobs and they were having a hard time paycheck to paycheck and everything. And, and one of the people that um, were friends with the people who had opened the business had had an opportunity to actually go into business with her father. And they had an opportunity to make some pretty good money because the business from their father had been a long going uh, business. And they never took the opportunity because they were afraid. They were afraid of what might happen. They were afraid of not having insurance. They were afraid of all these things. Now, the other people who had opened the business and done really well were also afraid. But the difference between actually, um, you know, getting over your fear and taking the chance and just figuring, you know, this is a little scary, but I'm going to try to do it anyways, uh, you know, that's when you have success. That's what a lot, and sometimes you fail. Sometimes you do fail. It, it can happen also. Um, you know, the stories about Michael Jordan and all that sort of thing where he tried out several times and got um, denied for his basketball team in high school and look what happened to him. But the point is you actually take the chance. You go forth. If you never take the chance and, and you're too afraid to take the opportunity, that doesn't mean that they're not an opportunity. That means that you are too afraid to take the chance. So you really, really need to overcome your fear of um, of trying something new, of going out of the box. Of, um, In fact, for everybody out there listening, I really don't think opportunity comes along that doesn't scare the pants off you most of the time. Most often than not, opportunity scares the living daylights out of you. It makes you just freaked out that, you know, oh, my God, what if this happens? What if that happens? If you stay in the physical laws, if you stay in that place of fear and what if and the economy and whatever, opportunity will always scare the pants off you. So actually, that's a very good way to figure out if it's opportunity or not. If it scares the living pants off you, then um, it is probably a really great opportunity or something that you should at least entertain entertain looking at doing or whatever. So um, start looking more for opportunity. Start looking at the things that scare you. Start looking at the things because what happens a lot of times is you want to move towards those things and then it freaks you out because you start thinking about all the what ifs. If you didn't want to move towards them, you wouldn't have that initial action of fear. You wouldn't have that because if you were just going to always stay in your little box, 
you would you wouldn't have any fear because you would always just be in your little box. You wouldn't be afraid. So the things that prom- provoke fear is usually when you want to move towards them. It's usually um, when your mind is, or your body is provoked into checking something out, and so you go a little further. And so you want to just kind of see what it's about, and you sort of entertain the idea in your head, and then you think, oh my God, that freaks me out. So start looking at fear in a different way. Start looking at Fear is possible opportunity. And, you know, as long as you're not in danger, as long as you're not in physical danger, you're not putting anybody else in physical danger, what I mean is just the fear of um, maybe failing, um, the fear of being, you know, not being successful. Those are the things that you really want to look into a little bit more because those are really a lot of times really great opportunities. And then you want to address the fear. But let me be clear on some other things. I have a lot of very successful clients um, in career. I have a lot of very successful clients in their personal life. And these people did not have opportunities that came to them that they were not afraid of. Many, many of these people um, just took a leap and just decided, you know what, it scares me, but I'm going to try it. That's what sets apart the people that you see that have some really great opportunities around you in your life than the part that people that don't see that have great opportunities. The people that you see that have the great opportunities are the ones that were scared but did it anyways. The people that you see that aren't getting the great opportunities are seeing the opportunities, get terribly afraid, um, kind of like what is that thing that um, oh, that comes out and sees a shadow every year for the for springtime, you know, they run back in the hole. They see the opportunity, they get afraid, they run back in the hole. It's not that they have less opportunity, it's that they're more afraid, that they're too afraid to to go against their fear anyways. That's what sets you apart. People are getting opportunities all the time, opportunities every day. Don't be afraid to say something. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there a little bit. The more confident that you get in just going, you know what, if I'm getting all these opportunities, if Jen says I'm getting all these opportunities, I'm just going to start maybe looking around and I'm poss- I'm going to start voicing what I want to people. I'm going to start saying, hey, I'm interested in that or, you know, yeah, I might be, um, you know, I-, I decided I want to find a potential mate, you know, anybody that's that might be a good suitor for me. So, you know, put yourself out there. Don't be afraid. Gain more confidence. See what happens. You will be shocked at what the universe sends you. The more confidence that you have and well, I'm just going to test the waters a little bit and see what happens. The more opportunity will come. The more that you do it, more opportunity will come. It becomes a snowball effect. And with that, everybody, as I've told you many, many times, follow your intuition. Always try to follow your heart and follow what you want to do. Follow where your heart tells you to go. If you're happy or unhappy in a job or a relationship or a certain situation, follow that. Follow where you think that your your heart center wants you to go, not where your head wants you to go, not where your mother, your friends, your family, everybody wants you to go, but where your heart says for you to go, not where society thinks you should go as far as career or, or marriage or whatever, where your heart wants you to go. That is so, so important because once you follow that, that is where you tap into the universal laws. That's where you tap into all the opportunity that just comes very easy. And remember, again, um, that life is supposed to be easy. It is set up that way. Life, careers are supposed to be easy. Um, you know, relationships are supposed to be easy. And I don't mean all the time, everybody, so don't email me or anything, but I mean for the most part, 
things, you're constantly supposed to be feeling a wonderful flow of moving forward. If you're not, you need to check your thoughts. You need to check yourself and see where you're stopping it. What are you causing you your yourself issues? Um, is is other people feeding you, you know, their opinions causing you issues? It's supposed to be easy. So move with the current. Move forward with your heart center and where you think you should go. Shut out everybody else and face your fears and see what happens. Because um, one of the things I want to end on the show, because we're, we're going to be ending here, is, you know, in when you begin to deal with the universal laws, a lot of my um, listeners um, – are starting to you know know that I talk a lot about the universal laws. But when you are really truly working with the universal laws, when you make that switch, there is no fear there. It doesn't exist. It, it, it's it's like non-existent. And the reason it's non-existent is because whatever you want to happen will happen. Whatever you create will happen in your life. It's not. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no fear of failing because there's no failing. There's no fear of not having enough money because there's plenty of money. There's You have to make the switch. You have to become unafraid. And if there's not enough money and you're afraid, you're still working a lot in the physical laws. So so if, there, if you're, there's a lot of unhappiness, you're still working a lot in the physical laws. And that's okay because it takes time to switch from the physical laws to the universal laws because it's scary. You've been, you've been trained your entire life to, to work with the physical laws. And so now you need to retrain yourself to work in the universal laws. So that is another really great, you know, for any of you um, who are just starting to work with the, uh, universal laws and wanting to learn more about that and really wanting to uh, come out of the fear and come out of the unhappiness and the not enough. Um, my book is a really great start to that and it's 1195. Again, it's that soul DNA. And so please check it out because I'm getting really great reviews and I, and I wrote it uh, because it was a very inexpensive way for everybody to get some good information that they can read it over and over and over again and really try to change their own life without having to, you know, have a reading done or, or do anything major. It's stuff that you can do on your own, and it has a lot of great information, plus it explains a lot. And when you begin to come out of the fear, when you begin to find your opportunities, um, don't worry that, uh, you know, like it takes time. It takes if you start falling back into the fear and whatever, that's okay. Just get back onto the trust, and I'm going to work through the fear, and I'm going to go where my heart center tells me to. As long as you follow your heart center, as long as your heart center says, you know what? Yeah, I'm a little. Your mind's a little afraid, but my heart says go for it. As long as you're following that internal guidance system, that internal GPS you're on the right track to where you want to be. You just can't see it, and that's where the fear comes in. You can't see the outcome. If I, if you were to call me and, you, and I were to tell you, you know what, yes, take that job, do this on your relationship, whatever, and this is exactly what's going to happen in your future, and you are exactly where you want to be, you would go for it. The fear would be eliminated, but because you can't see that, um, it freaks you out. So just know that you're creating it, so it's there. And just let the fear dissipate. So anyways, again, sorry, everybody, um, uh, about the, the show being off. But I hope that you did get a little bit of information out of that. And um, tune in again. I may try to do another show this week. If not, uh, I, it will be next week. Please join my Facebook page, my Jennifer O Intuitive site. Um, also, I have my new page, my Soul DNA page. If you would like to become uh, a fan of that, I will do quotes. There are going to be different ones on each one. And my 
website, jenniferopsychic.com. And uh, my new book website is soul-dna.com. So aloha, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll join you again next week.